With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome along to the show, this is Eat Sleep Safe Prince Repeat, my name is Ryan Galkin, today we've got a massive guest, but before that, a little bit of housekeeping, um, we are at Suplex Retweet on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Tinder, Grinder, whatever one you want to be on, we are at Suplex Retweet, <laughs> uh, find us on that, you can go to suplexretweet.com as well, you can find the full back catalogue, all the guests that we've had on, and all the shows as well. Now, today's guest he is the Buckfast Barbarian. He is Mr. No Likey, No Lighty. It's Davy Blaze. How you doing, mate? Not bad, mate. You alright? Yeah, not bad, not bad. So, first of all, glad to have you back in ICW. It's great to see you again. Are you enjoying being back with the boys? Aye, it's been, it's been great, mate. Um, obviously, like, there was a period, obviously, either two and a half or three years that I was away. I was like, I was missing it <coughs> severely. And then, um, eventually, when I turned, <coughs> I turned 26 in October, Obviously last year, and, um, I got a phone call from Dallas basically saying to me, look, you're going to be coming back at Fear and Loving, um, just keep putting the gym, uh, keep doing what you're doing, um, and then it's like, we'll basically see you then. I was like, mate, don't tell, don't put it on Facebook, I was like, don't put it on Twitter, blah blah blah, but don't even tell the boys that I'm coming back, I mean, I want this to be an actual surprise. So it was like, on the night... But I feel hard the boys at many a moment where they mate, just turn up. Honestly, <laughs> it, it was. Honestly, it was, mate. It was, it was mental. It was, it was surreal, right? So I've walked backstage. I've got my bag. And I see the boys. I went, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I went, I'm making a saving grade all the night. And they were like, no, you're not. Right. And I was like... What are you really doing here? I, <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm making a saving grade all the night. So it was quite funny. Um, and then it was like when the, like when the, when the video was getting played, when the Neds were in the ring... Uh, uh, do, uh, putting a beating on Grado mm-hmm. it was like everybody had thought at first for what I heard for fans or the boys it, obviously the boys knew it was me but the fans it was like they thought it was like Mikey Whiplash or something right, okay. just cause the way the video was aye kind of creepy aye and then it was like boom the next minute it's coming down the tunnel and it was like here we here we and then here we fucking go and then it was like my big stupid face turns around and it's like there he is and everybody <laughs> just lost their mind Brilliant, so man. it was good man and uh, obviously like up until now you know, I've done um, I've done like the Gonzo shows. You know, I was back at the the square going that there, and uh, 
obviously the Bucky Boys had came back as well, so it's it's been really good, mate. Aye. It's, uh, it's been good. We can touch on all that stuff later on as well. Um, <coughs> also, you've been actively wrestling. It's not like you've been away no, doing no, nothing. No. You've still been acting, but let's take it back a wee bit. You know, for people, this is a question we ask everybody who Aye. comes on the show. It's the first question we normally ask. Why professional wrestling? Where does that, that burning desire come from? Where did it first start for you? I think it was like... Um, like obviously at first like I, ke- like I came across like Arnold Schwarzenegger first and then it was like I, I was watching a Predator movie and then it was like for there it was like to me I was like wow this guy's a fucking superhero do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he kills an alien wow right <laughs> and then it was like like my brothers and all that us like we they were all watching it when it, was, when it was like Attitude Era do you know what I mean so it was like I was like, I still a bit too young to kind of remember it, mm-hmm. but obviously for now watching it since I've been getting older, I know the script. But um, since I was younger, it was like when I started like kind of watching WWE, um, I was looking at these guys and I was just like, just like the fan interaction. Do you know what I mean? The storytelling with the body, how emotional it is, um, the physiques, the, the athleticism of it, and then sports entertainment. Do you know what I mean? It says like, I, I, I just always wondered to myself, I was like. How would it feel to like walk out in front of a crowd like that, wrestle, like do something that you love? Mm. Like it must be, it must be amazing. Have so that, have that moment. I so it was like, and even just to like kind of see, just to like look, obviously like a superhero. Like you've got you, you've got like Wayne's like because when I used to look at guys like Batista, Triple H, or um, like Hulk Hogan, like your Rick Rudds, like these guys were like massive, like superhero big, and it was like to me it was like you would get behind them and stuff like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. me always growing up, I was like, I want to eventually be like a role model for younger people that can look up to me and go, I want to just be like Kim. Yep. And then, it, do you know what I mean? So that's kind of like, like all where it came from. When did you start training? What I age? started training at 15 years of age in 2009. Which makes my next question uh, even more impressive. At the age of 17, you uh-huh. became the, the first Triple Crown, or the y- youngest I became Triple the, Crown. I, I became the, young, the, the first ever youngest Triple Crown Tag Team Champion in the Scottish wrestling scene, and that was when I held the PBW Tag Belts, the BCW Tag Belts, and the ICW Tag Belts all at the one time. Within two years of training? Within, or, two, within two, two or three, well, maybe. two or three, aye, aye. Uh, since training, aye. See, being, being that age and that kind of stage in your career, did you appreciate how big a deal that was I in, ma- at the time? Massively, right. massively. It was like, um, like, because <clears throat> back then, the scene was like very, very small uh, compared to what it is now. Yeah. So, um, to get to have the appreciation and uh, the acknowledgement of what you've accomplished as an accolade is absolutely superior. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was crazy to obviously ha- to be that person that. At that point, I di- at that point, I didn't even know it was a thing until I realised, and I says to Stevie, and then I says to like my trainer Ross, <laughs> kid fight. Yep. I says, I'm holding all three belts at one time. At this age, like what? Look, I says, is that is is, is that something? Mm-hmm. And it was it was kid fight that says to me, he was like, mate, he says, you are literally holding three of the biggest belts all at the one time for the three the three top major companies like in the UK, right. like I it's a thing. And then I was that's when I went, I'm the youngest triple crown tag team champion. I was like, fuck me. Do you know what I mean? So it was it was class man, like just yet and it was like something that kinda that was my first kinda big accolade, do you know what I mean? Like and that was something to me, I was like, wow, like Did you always want to be a tag wrestler? 
See, the, the, the thing is... Aggression that kind of drawn you towards it. <clears throat> the thing is, it was like... At first, like when I was coming through, um, like, because obviously my memory, when I was younger, uh, felt like I had a uh, head injury when I was younger, so it was like, me, like my memory-wise wasn't too good. Right, okay. So it was like, trying to remember matches as a singles person. Knew I can date any bother, right? Yeah. But back then, it was like, trying to remember singles matches on your own, and it was, it was a bit stressful, right? <coughs> and I would keep forgetting. But then it was like, I became an absolute beast at tag team wrestling. Like, I had Blazing Rampage, uh, The Aggression, The Bucky Boys, uh, The Knockout Kings with me and Kid Fight. And it was like, all these other teams that I had, it was like, it was better mm. because it helped me remember, you know, get there. And it was obviously like getting to know tag team wrestling even more, yep. how to split the ring and everything else. So it was like, I, it kind of made me... Different side to it almost I, that you ever really thought I, about. And then it was like, it came to the point where it was like the singles wrestling had came and it was like to kind of man up and like kind of own your craft kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what I did, man. So it's like, knew I, knew I would I would say that I, I enjoyed him both, if you will. Mm -hmm. So Could you pick a favourite if you had to pick one? Uh, <laughs> Put you on the spot there. <laughs> I would say my favourite, um, just because obviously the Little Bucky Boys, I would say tag. Yeah, so I, I would say I would say tag if it comes to I. So over the next few years, you, you had kind of various runs, like you say, with different teams and stuff. Um, spoke about the Bucky Boys there. You had the the runs with Stevie, and then yep. you had <coughs> the feud with Stevie, mm -hmm. which kind of led to the, the <coughs> SEC match. Yeah. Um, where you obviously kind of picked up a belt at that point. Aye. How how was that being part of that show? ICW running at at that point. If you take out the hydro, it's probably the biggest venue in in Glasgow. In, in terms of size and ICW are taking on the challenge of going do you know what we're going to do the SECC Aye. right and you you guys are part of that you're out there you know a sold out crowd how many were there was it like 4,000 4,000 like four, 4, sold out max right <coughs> but for what I heard um, Dallas wanted the other big hall as well but okay. they, for what I heard so the SEC apparently went no 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 we'll wait and see how you go we'll give you four and apparently, for what the rumours go, 50 Cent was on the same night as us, but in the hydro. And we sold 500 more tickets than what he did for his concert. So I, so I heard anyway. Right, okay, but um, I think it was like after they, after obviously they'd seen the fucking, like, what we'd done, we sold it and they bother. Yeah. And they've obviously went, right, cool, we'll give you the hydro. And then it was like the hydro. The following year, we sold out six and a half thousand. Mm -hmm. No complete sellout, but at that at that point, six and a half thousand people was like oh, was still, mad. and it's and it still is the uh, the, the record that's not been ah, beaten. Do you absolutely know what I mean? mental. <coughs> see, see when um, we'll go back to the SEC in a minute. Yeah. But when you when you done the hydro show, I remember going to it and I was I, I kind of walked in. I heard he sold all these tickets and I thought I wonder how it's going to look oh, in, in, in the building. And see, I walked in because I got in quite late, so everybody was in at that point, and I walked in and went. Hell. Mate, like, it was it was so weird because it was like when I opened up I opened up the ACCC, so I opened up the Hydro, so that was like another accolade. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm the only British I'm the only British wrestler in the UK to open up two of the biggest shows in the last 37 or 38 years since Big Daddy and John Haystacks let me invented right. So, but good company. Ah, exactly. <laughs> so it was like <clears throat> as you were saying there in regards to like the numbers of like the seating that's all standing areas that are all sold out, right? So it was like Dallas was like going like this backstage. Uh, me and Joe were kind of stunning, just warming up half, half behind the stage. And um, 
fucking Dallas goes like that. Davey, come here. He goes, six and a half thousand is a big number and you're reading it. I go, ah, aye. He goes, look at it out there. Mate, and I stick my head out the curtain and I just, honestly, it was like, butterflies just happened in my belly, man. I was like, oh my fucking God, <laughs> this is six and a half thousand people. Aye. What? But it was like, the whole flair was sold out. It's James, because I, I put it in comparison <coughs> to football stadiums. You look Aye. at like Chelsea Park and Ibrox and you go, 60,000, you go, that doesn't look that much when you're exactly, there. But then when you actually see it in the hydro and you go, like, this is actually smaller than that. Aye. It's, it's, you know, everybody's on the floor. Aye, it's like compact. Aye, Aye. That many Aye. people, you're like, Jesus Christ. But Aye, it was, it was, it was fucking, it was, it was crazy, man. But it was an absolute belter of a show. Back to the, the SEC show then. So, see the, the run-up to that. Obviously, this is the kind of, the first big one that ICW done like massive show. Aye. What was it feeling like everybody? Was everybody bricking ourselves or Aye, or, or do you strive on it more though? Does that kinda give you that we kinda fucking gonna we, do this or I we, we were thriving on it we can we were completely everybody was completely thriving on it like we were fucking I do you know what I mean? But there was a there was that exact same feeling as well that well for me and Stevie anyway because we were open up the show, yep. so it was like we had to open up this show to a fucking standard that was like the pinnacle, yep. where people were going, "Fuck's sake, who else can follow that?" Do you know what I mean? So it keeps up in the bar, right? So me and Stevie were standing backstage, and I made me and Stevie vomited fucking. I think well, I vomited fucking once. I think Stevie vomited three times, Jesus. twice backstage, and then when I dived into him, he rolled after him, <laughs> and the camera guys like. Like Panlock fucking looking at Stevie with a camera on him, his face is on all four Titans ones. He's just pure spewing his ring at He's like, ah, mate, get it off me. It's alright. Um, also, like, I'd be kind of point I noted. I was kind of just getting into ICW at this point. This was, I had went to a few shows beforehand, but when I heard they were doing this, it also gets that kind of bigger attention, right? Aye. So, <clears throat> I remember thinking, um, you know, Davey and Stevie opening this up. See you two guys and ICW see me at that point, and actually probably still now. That's what I think of as ICW. Thanks, but, man. But that see that kind of those type of characters. Uh -huh. That's a Glasgow wrestling company. Yeah. And see having them, you know, them two characters opening up this show. Aye. I was like, eyes on this. Aye, you know, it, mate, it people, a, people need to witness this now. It was a huge, huge honour. Mm. I mean, like, and I can't thank Dallas, Duncan. The guys in the office at that time um, for giving me and Stevie that opportunity and that chance just to show the fans, show the locker room, like these two young guys can fucking do this. Yep. Like we sh we can do it. Like we can we can hang with the big boys, like yep. more or less, right? Yep. And then the following year, when it happened at the hydro, like I was I was even more overwhelmed with it, man. Like I was like greeting because my whole family were there at the hydro, and it was like. <laughs> Dallas took me and he says to me again, he's like, listen, you're doing it again, you and Joe, open up a hydro. And I was like, mate, what? He's like, aye. But then that's when Dallas told me, he's like, mate, you're, the, you're going to be the only British wrestler who won two biggest shows in the last like, 37 or 38 years since Big Daddy and John Hastings wrestled. And I was like, and I cuddled him, man. I was like, I was like, ah, mate, thanks very much, man. Like, me and Dallas, he's like a big brother to me, man. Yep. So it's like that relationship we've got, like, it's not like he, it's, it's, it's not like he gives me everything just because of that, hmm. but it's like, He's a lot more because of that relationship. He's a lot more firmer with me. He's a lot more fucking tolerant. Like he'll he'll tell me more when I'm in the ring and go through me because he wants me to do well. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it's brilliant with that. And it's like obviously at that point 
they they had a lot of trust in me to do that and open it up, and I was I was quite happy with it. So, aye, it was a, a big achievement. So also on the the hydro night, you had another big a big spot. Ah, but the Douglas. Aye. Right. First of all, see when you get told that was going to happen, did aye. you shit yourself? No, I was buzzing. <laughs> I was buzzing. Just the, wee, the wee guy inside you laughed. Aye, because I was like, I fucking watched these guys as a tag team. Now I always wanted to get put for a table. I think. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so I was like, I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened between uh, the Dilly Boys or Polo Promotions. I don't know. Yep. But apparently, for the way it was, I had to go out and make a save. Right. So um, Dallas comes out. I'm sitting there. I'm fucking. I think I was like talking to uh, Lionheart and. Could fight. So Dallas fucking barges in the room, nearly hits me with the door, and he goes, Where's Davy? Where's Davy? And I'm going, I'm here behind the door. Right? And he goes, Squash up Tommy. Aye, <laughs> like fucking blah, up the wall. So he goes, uh, He goes, Mate, do you want to go back out and get put through a table off uh, Team 3D? And I stuck, <laughs> Mate, me, Eugene, and Ross are like each other and going, What? Yeah, go, mate, get your boots on and out and go. So it was literally on the night. Literally, or at that at time, that that time it happened. Jesus. And I went right, fuck it, boots back on, back out, and then it was like fucking Dallas is like, right, go, go, go. So it's like me and the wee man have come walking out. I'm walking down. I'm walking down to the ramp, going, I have got no fucking clue what is happening. So I'm just going to go with it. Did the Douglas know? Aye, well, they they obviously get, I ain't radioed through for right. Thomas and F, right? So. But they never knew before that they <coughs> no, were going to be doing us either. No. This was just literally on, on <coughs> Again, the I don't, I don't know the ins and outs yet, but yeah, yeah. <coughs> um, I would imagine so that they, that they wouldn't have known because it wasn't mm-hmm. planned at that point. Um, so the next one, it's like, I'm in the ring with Devon, uh, Devon and uh, Bubba. So the wee man's like, stalling on the left-hand side to me, and I'm kind of like talking shit. It looks like I'm talking shit to Devon, but really I'm going at Devon, right, what's happening? And he's like, I'm going to punch you, the wee man's going to get big booted, and then we'll just go put through the table, and I was like, cool, and it was like the next minute, bam, punch, <laughs> I'm selling, the table gets fucking, dog oh, get the table, the table just gets set up, originally they were going to send me off, and do the, 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 the actual fucking 3D Aye. move, right, but because it fucking, uh, Billy Ray, had fucking, I think it was Billy Ray, or fucking, I it was uh, Billy, uh, Billy Ray that fucking botched it, we no actually doing the move properly to one of the boys, Aye. So Devon just went, look, we're going to just pull a bomb in off the tap rope. I was like, kill. So they all, they hosted me up. I was literally buzzcock in by my face, like fucking looking at I literally looking at everybody going, mere smiling and worried. And I was like, this is fucking amazing. It's like the next minute you just host up, down through the table. And I was like, just I was just lying there like, ah, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Pure sadistic. <coughs> oh, mate, honestly, it was the best night of my life. Wrestlers are fucking weird, aren't they? Aye, it's crazy. <laughs> um, in between the, those two shows, you had also the, the title the title run, and then it got to the, the Barrowlands. Yes. Uh, April time at Barrowmania, and it was, uh, you lost the title that night. To uh, it was a, a scramble match. Barrowmania, Barra scramble or whatever. Uh, I, think it was like, like I think it was like Barrowmania, Barrowmania Four, aye, Mania four, <coughs> um, so, and it was like a, I think it was like a six-month assemble match. It was me, Lionheart, Zach Gibson, Kenny Williams, Joe Hendry, and Liam Thompson. I'm pretty sure. Yep. <coughs> so you also you lose uh, the the title that night to to Lionheart. Lionheart wins yep. it, um, who we sadly lost yep. recently. You know, for for me, 
I think Lionheart's one of the best wrestlers that's ever come out in this country. I, I think Lionheart was one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Like to me, he's like he was the best wrestler in the world, mm-hmm. and he was he was in his own fucking category in the country. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody could touch him. Do you know what I mean? He was like Lionheart was the first ever guy that was the first actual UK wrestler to compete for the ROH World Heavyweight Title. Um, he, he, you know, he done he done the segments like for like Big Brother. He done the the Royal Wrestler. Mm-hmm. He was a Grand Slam champion. Big Brother, I forgot that. It was him and Kid. Um He was a Grand Slam champion. He became Grand Slam champion. Um, and the pinnacle, the pinnacle of his career, I think that he wanted the most was to become the ICW World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not a that's not a fucking. Like, I'm not meaning to sound bad against any other companies, but it was like Adrian already held every other belt, company's belt. Yeah. So it was like, I think the only belt left from that he wanted, it was like always to get, and it was the ICW World Heavyweight title. And eventually he fucking, he got it of Jackie Polo at Film Loven. Then after that, <clears throat> he went into a storyline with Alexander Dean. Yes, and uh, the it was uh, the garage show. Uh, it was uh, for the the UEWA heavyweight title, and the ICW World Heavyweight title was on the line. And uh, Lionheart won that, and he retained, and then became the new UEWA champion. Do you know what I mean? So at that point, that that night, like Lionheart became not only the man, but the man in fucking European wrestling. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like holding two major fucking belts. At that point in your career, I don't think anybody's done anything like I, that. I, I so. mind as a as a fan that night. I remember sitting watching there, and you, you hear that the this belt's going to be on the line up against that belt. Yeah. And automatically in your head, the cynical one goes, "Right, it's going to be a dirty finish of some sort." Aye, so they, I, I don't. I, I, they're going to leave the base. They're going to leave the base belts. Yeah, be, something will happen. They'll keep their belts and they'll have an arm match at some point. But then they won it. And I think the whole place was like stunned Aye. into silence, and you were like. That's, Holy fuck! That's what I love about it, man. Because it's like, just when just when the fans think that they're smart and they're above the game, it's like, nah, man, we fucking pull a rabbit out of the hat. Yeah. Fuck you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, surprise, surprise, do you know what I mean? So, it was nice, man, and it was. Uh, I think it was like, <clears throat> obviously, it was quite nice to obviously leave him at that point in his career, yeah. that pinnacle point in his career, to leave him on a high. What was it like working? With him in, in the ring, you know, we've said about him being the best new. Uh-huh. You had the chance to, to work with him. He was, you were the same, you know. What was he it? was amazing. He, like Adrian Lionheart was like a big brother to me, mm-hmm. and he always will be, no matter where he is. <clears throat> and he was always a guy that would, like, he was like the Undertaker in the locker room in WWE. Like, that was the way he was to us. And then the moment he was working with you, or he was in a six man fucking scramble match, tag team match, whatever it was. Even the rumble, he would make sure that everybody that he was working with got over. He would even put you over if you struggled. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He was always there for everybody. He was always a company man. He, he was always fucking being a face of the companies when he wasn't supposed to be. Adrian was all for British wrestling and he was a he was a one in a million guy, a one in a million wrestler, and it was a absolute pleasure and fucking. Honestly, it was just a pleasure working him. Yeah. I miss the big man, but it was a pleasure working him. Of course, of course. Um, so obviously you then got into the, the, the match at the Hydro and stuff, and then not long after this then, um, you leave ICW. Yeah. So 
I remember at the time when when it happened, everybody had their their sayings, you know. And and you've said before <coughs> in other podcasts I listened to, you were dealing with your own stuff, you know, yep. kind of yourself. Um, everybody had their say when you <coughs> left. It was like, oh, David done that, Dallas done this. The two of them are fighting with each other. Mm. You see it all over Twitter and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. You know, like what as much as you want to give away or whatever you don't want to give away, you know, was there was there anything? an ICW that caused you to leave or was it yourself that took you, no, took you away it was, from it? it was me <clears throat> it was me it's like people can you know it's like it's like one of these things with people right it's like the minute a situation happens <clears throat> the pot starts to fucking thicken right so everybody wants to have their own stuff yeah so I know what fucking happened yep. so does everybody else in the show that was there that night so does Dallas mm-hmm. but anyway, day <clears throat> it's got nothing to do with them me and Dallas have sorted things out. I was in the ring 100% completely. I was just in the right, the wrong frame of mind, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a really, really bad place. And I thought I was fucking basically, like, my shit didn't stink. Do you know what I mean? And um, I, honestly, man, it was just like, my head was right up my ass. And I, and, I, and I took my frustration out when, really, I was getting told... <coughs> Basically, after I listened to that, that basically what they were doing was they were helping me. So they were telling me, look, again, I was, as I went back to Dallas being an older brother like me, he's always fucking telling me, do you know what I mean, if I'm right in my rang. So I didn't realise that the state, I would, the, the state and the condition I was in, <coughs> that's what Dallas was doing for me. I thought Dallas was just fucking nagging on at me, blah, blah, blah. And I fucking snapped and that was it. Yeah. Um, and then it was that, was, that was me parting away for the company. And then uh, I think it was like, Two and a half years, three years later, mm-hmm. boom, back at film loving. You said about the, the the struggles you had kind of within that time. Yeah. What what changed for you? What gave you that? Was there anything it was, that gave you a wee spark? You went, it was you know just what? basically <clears throat> um, at that moment in point. Well, don't get me wrong. Way before this happened, I'd I'd get three nephews, so they were already born before this happened. Okay. <clears throat> but. Um, when this happens, and the the oldest one, Keen, he's a lot older, so it's like I still want to. Obviously, I'm still going to be a role model for him. Absolutely, the same as I would do for my other two young nephews, right? Um, but the thing is, like in a way, he's like his own man now, right? Because the age he is, so it was like I'm th- I'm thinking more of the the two, the two younger ones, right? Kenzie and Carter, I love them to bits, and I'm an uncle. So I need to be more of an adult now, and being more an adult, I need to be responsible. I need to think of my decisions, my actions. I need to basically get my fucking ass in gear, get the finger out, and just fucking crack home it. And if I'm always wanting to portray myself and saying that I want to be this guy, I want to be that guy, at that point I was just saying it there and doing it. Yep. <clears throat> I, I I gave myself a very good fucking reality check and basically I boot up the ass. And that was kind of, that was it. Um, I've also got a niece or a nephew on the way to now. Uh, they've not been gave birth yet, <laughs> but um, I so again, now that I'm in a better place, I'm in better shape, I'm doing well in ICW, uh, like when the, the newborn comes, uh, it's like them growing up as well. It's like I have made the, the, the decision. It's always at the right that moment where you've went, you know what, slap across the face. Exactly, it's like sorted, <clears throat> Exactly, mate. Do you know what I mean? And it's like I'm not the only <laughs> athlete, wrestler, or fucking 
like there's guys are women in many in many like, sports, um, different companies are different can kind I of, like hey, what's the word I'm looking for? Different categories that's what, right? Mm-hmm. That are fucked up and they've owned their shit and they've fucking went and dealt with it and then they've come back better. Do you know what I mean? So it's like people need to realise it. I'm the only guy that's <coughs> fucked up and hanging, do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like it's you, you to me it's like I'm not saying you need to do it to become prof- a, a better professional. You be, you can become a better professional in anything you do. Yeah. But to me it's like if you fuck up and you you've not fell too far down the hole, if you can get yourself back at it, then you become maybe a better person. Could you learn you've much more better uh, athlete and performer, do you know what I mean? So Absolutely, man. I and it's been well noted <clears> since <throat> you've come back. People have actually noted on on Facebook and Twitter, you're fucking shredded, mate. Aye, like, so you're I, mean, I mean, I've been doing it fucking iron girdles, Jim. I've been uh, smashing fucking tits. So. Then, we, then we vests on, mate. Aye, yeah. Vests. yeah, I've been I've, I've been training mostly with taps off, so it doesn't bother me. <laughs> so um, you came back at Fear and Loving, mate. Like you said earlier, and you made the made the save on Grado against all the wee, the wee fannies. Aye, get him a doing. So you said you didn't really know very far in advance that that was going to be happening. Was it maybe no. a month or so that you you kind of get a phone call? Oh, it was like kind of like I knew I knew it was happening. They told me I was coming back, but mm. they, I thought it was going to be like kind of square go this year, right? Okay. right? <clears throat> but when I turned twenty six on October last year, that's when I get a phone call right on my right on my birthday. It was like, <laughs> Davey, boom, you're going to be coming back. I took when I said to Dallas, I. Aye, and I took when I said to Dallas, I went, I as in let's go going next year. And he's like, no, 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 that uh, next month feeling loving. So just keep doing what you're doing, Jim. Blah blah blah, and uh, and we'll see you there. And I was like, mate, I was in the greeting because I was like, fuck me, to begin an actual big massive spot, mm-hmm. saving Grado on the biggest show in their calendar year. I was like, this is fucking amazing, like, uh, wow, do you know what I mean? almost kind of feels full circle then for what you just said a second ago. Exactly. From, from you know, <clears throat> kind of lows, right back up to the exactly. high, up to the pinnacle. Exactly, almost. mate. Aye. Aye. So you, um, you said earlier on that it was top secret and you get brought in, were you one of these ones underneath jackets in a car? Mate, literally, mate, I'm not even kidding you on. Literally, mate, I was in a crowbar's motor. I was in the back of crowbar's motor, right? <clears throat> and he threw all these mad jackets and that on me. And he... We were, we, were, uh, we were arriving up to the SWG3 just at the gate, and he's went, he's mad biker voice, he's like, Blaze, keep your fucking head down. He's like, ah, the fans are there. <laughs> I was like, right, crowbar me, baller. <laughs> You're like, oh, fuck. I was like, just tell me what to come out. <laughs> you're hiding under it. What was the, well, I know what the pop was like for the crowd, what was it like for you when you, when you first went <clears> through that curtain? Mate, I don't think there, there is a word to describe it, I, and I'm being serious. Mm-hmm. Still to this very day, I'm still watching it back, and it's and it feels like in a stupid way that even though it's snow, that when you watch it back, the the fan the fan reaction is that fucking amazing and loud. Yeah. You think it's like an audio input, if you get me right. Aye, aye. But it's snow. I just can't yeah. get it, and it was like on that night. It wasn't just the fans. This bit blows my mate. It wasn't just the fans. It went my pop math and that. There's a video that I've got, <clears throat> I can't put it online, right, but there's a video that I've got. Right, okay. And it's backstage at the curtain, and I'm, the minute my face turns in, I'm like, yeah, I'm storing that Arnold Schwarzenegger up, uh, <laughs> calling another Berrien, right? But I don't realise, because I'm not in his own, that all the boys, the lassies, Dallas and all that, are all literally standing behind me, popping as well. 
So when I seen the video and I watched it back, I was I was greeting man. I was like, fuck me, I was like, this is amazing. Class. And it is. There generally isn't a word to describe, but it's amazing. Uh, so I just want to say thank you everybody for that response. Good stuff, man. Uh, so square go. Um, get me bone to pick with you, mate. Right. So. We were in the group chat setting up this, this interview a couple of weeks ago, right? right. And I said to you, oh, are you going to go Paul Drew? And you're like, oh, I maybe she, 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 she fucking knew it was happening. You knew you were going to be in there for like less than a minute. <laughs> you know? how, how was that when you know, came back at the, at the square? Obviously, you weren't in for very long. You just went in and the reds again. I made yourself. I, I, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was Did you good. think about going through the middle rope? That doesn't count, remember? See, I should have thought of that. Aye, and I then come back later on, man. Uh, just, just went rogue. <clears throat> I should have thought of it. Just fucking rogue on it, man. I, I, I just fucking thought of Superman and went, fuck it, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but how, how was it, you know, kind of being back at Square Go again as well? Were you, Aye, it was good, man. Were, like, were, you, were <clears throat> you happy? I'm going to say, were you happy with that kind of storyline? Obviously, any storyline is good, oh. but are you, were you happy with it, that went? Oh, of course. You, of course, man. Because right. it's like, again, it's like... Your your square go season is just basically WWE's Royal Rumble. Yeah. You, you you get the you get the Royal Rumble show for WWE and it leads into WrestleMania. But for us, your square go leads into Shugs. Right? So Shugs is still a massive, massive weekender, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the Shugs kinda their kinda weekender events, this is where it's like if you've got a feud that starts at Fear and Loven last year, this is where your feud will end. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. um so I so <coughs> Square Go is a really really important event. It's massive. Uh, many opportunities can arise and can happen for anybody. Do you know what I mean? So um, even if you don't win anything or you don't get like you don't win the Square Go or you don't win a title, still being a part of it is massive. Do you know what I mean? And it's um, I it's very uh, I it's very good, very special. One thing I like about the the Square Go, you spoke about the the comparison with the Rumble there. Got weapons in it. Ah, you've got weapons. Right. So here's a question I've I've wanted to ask for a while. How sore is it when you get skilled with them weapons? Fucking agony. Like agony. How, how do you continue after? Can <laughs> see if I get one. To be, to I'd be, be honest, crying. I'd be greeting under the ring. But oh. To be honest, mate, I, I fucking ask myself that. <laughs> I go, I go. How the fuck are we all gone? Like honestly, like the the worst fucking doing I've ever had in a square go is by red lightning with a kendo stick, and. He fucking, and I mean, he snaps it, he smacks it in my back six times to the point where it shatters, but he keeps hitting me a bit, and it's, he stabs me in the back a couple of times, and then he, and then he fucking, he hits me on my neck muscle, so my neck muscle, my shoulders are swollen it, <coughs> <coughs> he drops it right in front of me, and I grab the fucking bamboo stick, or the kendo stick, and I fling it out, but then Red goes like that, no, I'm the fucking man, gives that kendo stick back, and the fan throws it back into him. Like I'm, mate, I'm lying there going like that. What are you doing? <laughs> He's going to kill me. It's away for a fucking reason, man. It's away for a reason. Uh, it's, it's something that I always like to think, oh, I'd love to be a wrestler, and then I think about them and I go, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Not a chance, man. Like, saying somebody's like, oh, you're going to get hit with a chair, but I'll ask me to retire him. Thank you very much. Good, good to know you. Um, so, obviously, that's, that's happened. Um, you had the reunion as well prior to that with uh, Stevie. Uh-huh. At the garage show. Which was fucking massive. Obviously, we got it quite early. You, you knew the Bucky Boys were coming mm. back, but when you came back in the gear and then the wee man came out and all, Aye. Like, everybody went after fucking that. How has it been back with them two again? Aye, it's, it's good. Um, obviously, 
it's uh, it's always amazing being back with you, man and Stevie, mm-hmm. uh, and it always will be for the rest of the fucking days since we're going to be grinning at old guys. But yeah. um, no, but that night was special, man. It was it was special because it was like <clears throat> kicking off, like basically where we left off, because we've still got a lot left in the tank, mm-hmm. which a lot of people wouldn't think. But that's that's the ironic thing about it. Do you know what I mean? So, um, <clears throat> aye, so we're just kick starting it now. Obviously, like Stevie's losses the world heavyweight title to Noam. But obviously, I'm the main thing. I'm still, I'm still sorting out David Davy and all his wee fucking pals. Right. So we're back, but you know, if anybody wants to step to us, I will be there. But we're still doing our own thing, if you will. So it's all good, all good in the hood, man. Nice one. Um, and another we know, ICW going back on tour. Um, we've got Newcastle. There's a, a show on for Newcastle. You part of that? Why, I man? <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it reminded me of um, mine just done the the documentary and stuff like that when I went to the stuff like that down. Aye. Aye, aye. So, have you got any tour stories that you can share that are Abs- bro- broadcastable? Absolutely not. No, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. I tried my best, I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, wanted to make a wee point on, on kind of Scottish wrestling kind of being successful just now. Um, <coughs> I've noted there, Drew. Won the rumble. Aye. <laughs> Cap letters. Aye. Cap, capital letters. Do. Drew, Drew wins rumble. Drew wins rumble. <laughs> <laughs> like, how was that for you watching watching that happen? Did, Mate, it was did, amazing. Did any of you know that was going to happen beforehand? Did, no. Did, did he? No, Drew, Drew obviously can't tell us. Aye. I mean, so. But I mean, did he? Did he but, every text like that? No, I, honestly. Get attention. Mate, no even, no even lying, mate, <laughs> no. honestly. No, honestly, man, it was like. When you we knew Drew was getting a big push. Mm-hmm. Drew, Drew's doing absolutely fantastic. Drew Drew is literally flying the fucking flag for like Scottish and like UK wrestling. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. he's the man right now, right? But we did not fucking know that Drew was going to win that rumble. Do you know what I mean? And it was like a Claymore kick fucking Brock Lesnar. He goes to the top rope and it's like, oh, Drew's just won the rumble. It was amazing. Mate, mate. Like, it was like, mate, it was amazing, amazing. I think well, mate, he's, he's going to go to WrestleMania and he's going to slap fucking Brock Lesnar's ass and he's going to become the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. See, he made Lesnar look wee. Aye, he made Lesnar look like a wee bitch. See, when they came out and they stood kind of face to face in the ring and you're looking at the, the <laughs> height difference and you're like, fucking hell, bro. Drew's a monster. Like, I mean, we all know he's big, right? But see, when you see him up against Lesnar, who you, you imagine Lesnar to be like fucking he now, didn't you? Right? Mate, Le- mate, Lesnar's a fucking freak in actually, now, but Drew, Drew's just. Massive. Fucking a behemoth. Aye. But uh, absolutely amazing for, for doing obviously he was uh, the ICW heavyweight champion as well. He made that a world championship at one point as well. So he's yep. he's just <clears> moving <throat> up and exactly. old man, he's just going there. Um what's your aspirations for for kind of WWE and stuff like that? Have you got that in your sights? So obviously we've got NXT UK yeah. now and we've seen quite a lot of folk, you know, like like Joe, yep. Mark, Wolfie, <clears throat> Kelly, etc. you know. See I would going. like obviously it's everybody's dream to go to WWE, mm-hmm. right? But um, and again, I think I'm one of these. I'm one of these people that's fucking more realistic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I know I'm a great wrestler, mm-hmm. but I also know what WWE might be looking for. I'm not saying I might not have it because I, I have not been fucking been in contact yet. Yep. Um, but if I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident that when the team comes along for when they, they do get in contact with me, I will be in the, the best shape, I will be fucking a more greater wrestler, I'll have a more better attitude towards it, and uh, I will do my best and try and conquer it. Um, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, 
I would love for it to happen, but it's just one of these things that I'm still very young right now, it's 26 years old. Yeah. Like, I've been doing it 11 years, and this is just me getting started, do you know what I mean? So, um, I want to try and get a few more other things accomplished, in like, country-wise, or, like, uh, what do you call it? Was it, like, countries, and then you've got, oh, what's that? I can't remember. <laughs> Um, things you've things had to, you've things I things um, <laughs> um, I so it's like I would love for it to happen I'd love for it to happen and uh, I reckon if it, if it try it did come um, with WWE and if I get signed I would not let anybody in anybody in WWE just now you'd love to have a match with anybody you would you'd look at and go that's I, I would love to have a match with Pete Pete Dunn Tyler Bate even though I've wrestled Tyler Bate and Trent, mm-hmm. but Tyler was like only... I've wrestled Trent in a one match. That was amazing in Cardiff. Um, Tyler was like a, a four-way, but I didn't really get enough to do with him. Right, okay. right? So I, I would love to have a one-on-one with Tyler. Uh, Pete Dunn. Walter. Uh, Did you take a chop? I, I'd fucking give him one back. I'd be like, I'll wake up I'd be like, I hear you. Have that. <laughs> fucking, do you know what I mean? But I, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If he chopped me, then you I would need to uh, pick myself back up and put myself back together. But um, <laughs> give yourself a wee, a wee breather. Aye, <laughs> a wee breather, mate. Aye. Jesus Christ! <clears throat> but um, even even guys like Joe, Wolfie, Mark, um, I'd love to look up with them. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like um, they're all amazing athletes, fantastic wrestlers. They know what they're doing. That's why they're there. They're the best of the best, um, and that's the place for them. Cool. So. The, I mentioned earlier on when I was kind of getting into to knowing about ICW and stuff like that. The first time I really seen you guys, you've done a, a Q&A at Walkabout before. I think it was before one of the manias. Um, it was you and like Dallas and stuff like that. And you were up on the stage and you've done a, a Q&A type thing with the crowd, right? Oh, years shit. Ago. This was years ago, man. Uh, mate, years ago. I'm Aye. talking. I'm, I'm it was like up, up the stair, up the stair. No, no, no. You, no you were doing. You were doing. You were at the main, the main bit at the back. See when you walk in, right up the very back. You were on a wee but, stage. Well, we were with me. Aye. Aye, I know what you're talking about. You, Aye. You, you done everything, and you mentioned at that point that you had been on Take Me Out. Yes. So everybody kind of knows that. I never knew about that beforehand, but everybody kind of knew, right? Aye. And that was a, a, a story. Like Fernando's. Was it? Was it the restaurant you went to? Or was it the, the island? The island. Restaurant. Remember the restaurant? Do you remember the restaurant? That's why I'm laughing. (laughs) Restaurant. How shite must that have been? Right? If you you were on Take Me Out Series 1 and you went to this fucking restaurant called Fernando's. It it definitely wasn't a restaurant. It was a. They call it Fernando's, but they they flew us out to Las Americas in Tenerife. Right, okay. So that, uh, how, how was that? Was it? It was a, it was amazing. It was it was an amazing how experience. How did it come about? How did you? I, I know obviously you apply for it, but like I used how? to be a buff butler years ago, right? When I was right. eighteen, I used to be a buff butler. Right, okay. So we got these application forms in one night, and um, I'm like to myself because at this point, Marty Scurro had done it, and his kind of wrestling bookings picked off and that, right? So I went. Hmm. Put two and two together. Ding. You get four, yep. right? So I was like, right, here we go. Got to do it. So I was like, right, geez, gee, that. <clears throat> I've applied for it, and uh, for there they get back to me. Blah 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 blah. Um, they flew me down to London, and then for there it was just like I, I recorded my my show on the Friday. We all get dates. We flew out on the Friday night. Um, so we were there. 
we arrived maybe about nine o'clock at night, ten o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I get fucking pushed at the bar. Um, standard, as you do <coughs> but the, the boys and the girls stay in hotels three miles away f- uh, three miles away from each other so you do because uh, you're not meant to be with each other uh, until you're on the date keep you separate exactly right or just in case I get audio on them probably so. be you so I so it was it was a very very good experience again it was very like kind of it matured me a bit more do you know what I mean and it gave me the kind of responsibility and the eye opener to be like this could be like mere things could be happening down the line for you if you fucking get yourself together and right. everything else. Do you know what I mean? So it was a, it was a great experience, mate. It was a very very good experience. But obviously, I hear now that the the show's been axed well, after eleven years. Well, yes, I was going to ask you about that. But you, what's your thoughts on take me out being cancelled, uh, mate? Are you? My, thought, my thoughts on it is. I've been there and done it and got a t-shirt, mate, so... <laughs> You've been to Fernando's, mate. Aye, I've, I've been to Fernando's, mate. I've even got a dressing going to see Fernando's on it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even want to see that dressing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Davey, listen, thank you very much, mate, for your time. It's been great chatting to you. Like I said earlier, I'm delighted to see you back in ICW again. Cheers, mate. Hopefully we'll see you reach the top of the... Aye, right, maybe you'll see me with that big shiny belt, mate. Never know, mate, never know. You need to find Stevie for it, though. Aye, <laughs> 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 Stevie wins it back. Aye, exactly. Davey, cheers, mate. Great, cheers, man. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.